This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Don and Dan, take up until 6.30 here on the Michael K. Show. And thanks so much to my brother David LaGreca for swinging by. It was a good spot. Good seeing him. I just enjoy I'm really proud of him. I'm really happy that he's been able to... um be so big in the wrestling community and you realize how big wrestling is and how big he is so i'm glad that everything's working out with uh, this tour that he's on um and and making it work for him so gramercy theater on february 10th he's going to be taking it nationwide live nation reached out to him because they know the kind of following he has so i wanted to be able to promote that and then we go from uh, a family member to an absolute dear friend and that is Gary Myers, who's nice enough to stop it in studio. Once a giant story of victory, tragedy, and life after football. I read through it in like two days because it just it's right in my wheelhouse. Tremendous book. So get it for Christmas. It's a great stocking stuffer. Holidays. I know Hanukkah's over, but you could still gift beyond the eight days, right? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> my, my kids are all growing up, but they're still saying, oh, we're past the eight days, but what else you got coming our way? You know, so, uh, yeah, it, it, the book has done really well. The most gratifying thing to me, guys, is... When I, you know, I get these messages on Twitter, and we all know we should ignore most of the stuff on Twitter, but some people have just been so nice in, in saying this was the team of their lives. And it's hard to believe it's been 37 years since the 86 Giants. Um, and not only being able to relive some of the glory of that, and I don't really harp too much on on recounting the story of that season as much as I do telling how that team became a brotherhood. Uh, and how they really cared for each other and had each other's back and they won a championship together. But 37 years later, as they're facing the challenges of life after football and growing old together, this bond has still stayed incredibly strong. And whether, like we talked about when I was here a few months ago, Parcells giving out $4 million total to about 20 former players, Harry Carson rounding up the troops if a player needs financial assistance or just moral support, uh, Carson taking Jim Burt to a doctor's appointment because he hadn't been since he had um, retired. Just really neat stuff like that and the heartbreaking stuff about Mark Bavaro's battle with COVID and, and fortunately that he's doing okay now. It's just really enabled people to reconnect with that team. I mean, it's almost 40 years already, which is really hard to believe. And um, so again, it's just been really yeah. gratifying getting the reaction and reading the reviews, and it's, it's been so positive for me. Well, the funny really thing funny. about it, too, is, I, and why I think a book like that and just any sort of story that you tell about the team of that significance is so important, guys, because I know the Giants have won two Super Bowls here in the last 15 years or whatever it was, but you could be a Giant fan, let's say maybe you're 30 years of age, you weren't around to see 86, and that 86 team was the best Giant team of the Super Bowl era, no question. hands down. So I think that from an educational standpoint, and just to better yourself as a fan, that's why something like that is important for those that weren't old enough. That, that's right, and when, when you think about the names that were on that team, the, the star-studded coaching staff, led by Parcells and Belichick, obviously, then Sims and Taylor and Bavaro and Bank and Carson, um, it just McConk, I guess, goes on and on. Some of the biggest names in, in Giants history, all on that one team, and the fact that it was the first Giants' first championship in 30 years, it really endeared them for a lifetime to Giant fans who had waited such a long time for success. And you know, it's funny. People have said to me, you know, how does this? How does a Giants season? affect your book. And I thought it was really good. Listen, for 40 years I worked covering teams. I never cared who won. I mean, you just have to detach yourself emotionally from that. But last year, I'll admit, I was happy the Giants made the playoffs because it created some positive vibes going into the season, which is when my book came out. And people were into the Giants. Now they say, well, Giants are having a crappy season. How does that affect the book? And I said, well, I'm providing therapy for Giant fans. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's forget about this year's team and read about the greatest team in Giants history. And guys, people have told me it's the football equivalent to Boys of Summer, which is, you know, one, to me, it's an incredible compliment to hear that Mm -hmm. because, you know, I read a lot and uh, it's one of the greatest sports books of all time. I wouldn't make that comparison myself, but the fact that other people have is is really nice. And, you know, you wonder why certain teams just are magical. 
Mm-hmm. 86 Mets fall into that category. 94 Rangers, you know, things like that. But I, I kind of put it in the more of the Ranger category because you're talking about the team of the sport. Right, you got the Yankees own baseball and, and the Giants football, Knicks basketball, Rangers hockey. Those are the original teams of right. those sports. Sure. And the reason '94 resonates with Ranger fans, you had to go back to 1940. I know. You know, Giant fans had to wait 30 years, and not just the 30 years between championships. 1963 to 81, just to make the playoffs. That's I mean, right. the Yankees don't go that long. That's why I think if the Knicks ever did win, Gary, I think it would probably be as big as any championship I we've agree. seen sure. because of how popular the team is, how long they've had to wait. Now, 50 years. Giant fans had to wait 30 years. And there's just so many great stories, but the central figure, even more than LT, because LT is, you know, probably the greatest giant that ever lived. But it seemed like the nucleus, the 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 the, the, the guy that everybody gravitated to was Parcells, like that. But he seemed to put the team on the map. He seems to be the guy that carries the torch for the team. He's still by far the the most popular head coach this franchise has sure. ever had. Uh, there, there's just something about Bill that just adds, I think, the flavor to that whole season. Yeah, I mean, his personality was, you know, so unique. Now he did have a, a love hate relationship with many of his players because mm-hmm. you know you remember these are the days of um, two a days just about every day in training camp. Think about that now. If you get two a days twice a week in training camp, it's a lot, and then you probably have the union rep writing to the players' association right. complaining. You know, Bill put him in pads during the season. Now that. That never happens, which is a, a big reason why I think the quality of play has gone down. Oh, no especially question. at the beginning of the no season, question. these teams aren't ready to play. But you know, Bill really drove these guys hard, and they a lot of them hated him for it. All these years later, they appreciate the impact he had on their lives and the fact that he drove them to a championship. But one of the reasons that Bill has become incredibly generous and compassionate with these players is because there's a degree of him. There's a part of him that I think feels guilty when he sees some of the physical and then the mental health issues these players are having as a result of what a mm-hmm. violent existence they led right. playing for him. So now he can't do anything to change that. And he was playing by the rules. He was harder than, say, Bill Walsh, who let his players go swimming in the afternoon in training camp rather than having a second padded practice. And they loved him for that. But so there's nothing Bill can do to change the way he coached. But there's something he feels he can do to help improve their lives as it, as it is right now. And if a player comes to him and gives him a legitimate excuse like, Bill, you know, I got these medical bills that are piling up and our health insurance only covered me for the first 18 months after my career was over. But I didn't have my shoulder surge replaced until I was 45 or 50. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a full time job because and then I don't, so I don't have health insurance and it's cost me a fortune. He'll write a check to help these guys if they're having problems with their mortgage payment. Now, Don, if a guy like you came to him and said, I want to build that expansion onto my mansion in New Jersey, he's probably going to say no. Of course. Right. Which is probably what you would go to him for. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, I mean, there there are a lot of players who have gone to him. And, I mean, he told me one story. It was actually a, a, a guy in the Patriots. And this only happened last year that had called him up and said that his pension didn't kick in for another year and he was $65,000 short and he promised Bill to the end of the time that I'm going to pay you back next year. Mm. And Bill sat at his desk, wrote a check for $65,000 and mailed it the next day and he says, if he pays me back, fine. If he doesn't, you know, this is the least I can do for him. And, you know, he set aside a pile of money that after he's taken out what he needs to live the rest of his life and and then given to his his three daughters. And he says, this is for my friends, to help my friends. And he considers his former players his friends. So the compassion he's shown for those players, I think, has presented Bill in a, in a different light. The funny thing was, about a week after the book came out, he calls me up. He says, can you do me a favor? And I go, what's up? He goes, can you stop talking on radio shows about the $4 million? I said, Bill, I can stop talking about it, but it's in the book, and I'm not going to go tear the pages out of the book. <laughs> right. I said, what's the big deal? He goes, well, you know, I said, you're, you're afraid of players thinking that, you know, it, you're an ATM machine. Exactly. Goes, That's part of it. And, you know, uh, I mean, there was, there was a lot of reasons that he he never 
advertised it and it really it just came out in the course of a conversation I had with him when I went down to visit him in Florida I hadn't heard about it and he just brought it up and then you know I would have been a bad reporter if I didn't have a bunch of follow-up questions to get to the bottom of it and then I called some players I mean, he didn't give me any names, but I called some players, and you know they confirmed it. You know what's great about that time period too? Like just even in the NFC alone, you think about the legendary coaches, mm-hmm. the personalities. Yeah. You know, not even all in the Hall of Fame, but when you talk about Bill and Joe Gibbs and Tom Landry and Buddy Ryan and Bill Walsh and Mike Ditka, I mean, those guys were buttonheads year in and year oh, out, and great. we would get playoff games. I mean, you think? I mean, that's you could call it a golden era or whatever it is, but that's not the case now, where it seems like coaches are getting shuttled in and out every two, three years yeah. from different teams. These guys were institutions. Yeah, and, and teams stayed together also, Dan, right? Because you know, free agency didn't hit to '93, so a, a giant team, for example, you know, they in the '84 playoffs they lost to the Niners, who went on to win the Super Bowl. Right. '85 playoffs they lost. Bears. To the Bears, who went on to win the Super Bowl. But that, the, the core of that Giants team was intact for a bunch of years, so they felt that was that year. But I'll tell you this. I don't mean to be one of, you know, I'm not living in the past. And I'm not one of those get off your long, my long guys. But that was the best. I've covered the league since 78. That period from, say, 84 to 90, or even carried through to the Cowboys' first, those championships with Jimmy Johnson, that was the best time I ever had covering the league because the coaches were great. They weren't paranoid. Yeah. You say, What's, what injury did he have? It was his leg. Which leg? I'm not telling you. What part of the leg? I'm not telling you. I mean, it was, it was amazing. These guys were just so wide open and the players were different because in those days, like when I was covering the Cowboys in the 80s, the players were making $250,000 and all they wanted to do was present a positive image to the car dealers or department stores in Dallas so they can get an endorsement right. deal. Yeah. Or a job in the off-season because they had to supplement their income. Now these guys make enough money. If you last the average career of three years, they're making enough in three right. years to last the rest of their lives. They don't need the media. You walk into a locker room at uh, the media availability time, there's like five or six players there, and there's probably nobody you want to talk to. The quarterbacks talk once a week. I remember Phil Sims. And Phil's a really good friend of mine. He's the one that starred the once a week. And then when he got replaced like a couple years later by Dave Brown, and Dave Brown, Pat Hanlon, I remember this, the PR guy says, Dave's only talking once a week. I said, Pat, Dave Brown's not good enough to only talk <laughs> once a week. Yeah. You got to earn that. I, I, I was telling Peter, we were having this conversation last week, I, I think the best 10 years of football for me was like 84 to like 94, 95. Like right in that yeah, wheelhouse. Magical. You look at the coaches, mm-hmm. you look at the quarterbacks, the teams, the style of play. Just amazing stuff. We want to pick your brain on other things yeah, uh, around the NFL. And we were just talking about amazing coaches. It looks like it's over in New England for Bill Belichick. What's the next chapter? Where does he coach? And what does New England do once Bill's gone? Yeah, I mean, he's under contract at least through next season, which was a smart move by Kraft. Because it means he retains his rights. Correct. Anybody who thinks, now, I could look like an idiot in a couple of weeks, and I sometimes I do a really good job of that, but anybody who thinks that Kraft is just going to fire Belichick and say thank you and let him walk out the door and coach wherever he wants without getting anything back, that's nuts. Kraft did not become a billionaire because he's used to just doing favors and giving away his assets. Now, he did that with Brady, but Brady was like his son. He considered him his fifth son. He does not consider Belichick his sixth son or his his cousin or anything like that. They don't have that kind of relationship. So this is what I think is going to happen. That as soon as the season is over, and for all I know, this conversation has already taken place, they're going to come to a mutual agreement. Time's up. Bill, you need a new audience. Our players need somebody standing, somebody else standing in front of the meeting rooms. You go tell me, you go find a team that you want, that wants you and you want them, and then I'll work out compensation with them. Um, and I think they'll, they'll present it as a mutual thing, no hard feelings, won six championships together, um, and Bill will go on. There are two things that I believe, and I haven't talked to Bill about this specifically, but there are two things that I think are incredibly important to him. Now, he's a guy that's always stressed 
you know, the team and do your job and all that stuff and never talk about personal goals. And he always had a hard time recognizing Brady's achievements in front of the team. Almost begrudgingly, he would do that. But Bill is now within 16 victories of passing Shula. You don't come that close without it meaning everything to you to go down as the all-time winningest mm-hmm. coach in NFL history. The second thing is, I think he desperately wants to win a Super Bowl without Brady. Because Brady won one without him. Yep. And the narrative on the New England years has shifted dramatically in the last four years. Not based on what they accomplished together, but on what's happened since in terms of who gets the credit, Brady or Belichick. And because Brady won it without him, everybody says, oh, it's all Brady for 20 years in New England. Brady didn't draft himself. Brady didn't develop himself. Brady didn't put dynamic teams around him for the first 10 years, at least. So I think Belichick really wants to go prove. The last thing he's got to prove is that it can win without Brady. He was 37 and 45 in Cleveland with Kozar and Vinny and that bunch. He was 5 and 13 in New England when Bledsoe got hurt. And then Brady, you know, his, his record is off the charts. So I, I think he's going to look for a team that he can win with right away so he doesn't have to coach four more years, um, that maybe he can pass Shula in two years and win a Super Bowl within two years. And to me, the perfect match are the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They say that Dean Spanos doesn't spend money, but if you can, if you tell Dean Spanos... You give Bill Belichick a three-year, and I'm just going to throw a number out there, say a three-year contract worth 55 to $60 million. And in those three years, he's going to win you a Super Bowl. I say Dean Spano goes, where do I sign the deal? Because that team is so much the second team in L.A., much more than the whole Jet Giant argument, Big Brother, Well, they're just brother. big underachievers, Gary. They always have been for the talent that they but, have but, with that team. But, Dan, not only that, they're San Diego's team. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, the Rams came back to their home area. And there's some people who think the Raiders are more popular in L.A. than the Chargers. They need to win a championship. They're playing in the Rams stadium. They pay rent. Well, that's the thing. Yesterday, remember we had the call, another person, you know, Jet fans harp on this thing. They need their own stadium. They need their own stadium. That is a case where they need their own identity. Yeah. They need to get their own fan base back, which should have been in San Diego, but that's not my problem. That's on your problem, yeah. but I agree. I think it was a horrible mistake, and I don't know all the particulars, uh, a horrible mistake by the city of San Diego and the Chargers' ownership not to find uh, a middle ground there. I know people in that area had no interest in... Um, but they built the Padres a baseball stadium. Yeah, I mean, and they sell that thing out every night, or at least they did last year. Yeah, uh, did they, was that publicly? They, they were really publicly they, funded. They did really, really well last year. I, I'm not sure about the funding issue, but it, it's funny because let's say we don't know this. Remember when Parcells came to the Jets? He mm-hmm. only had th- he only lasted three years, and then right. he walked away. Supposedly right. walked away, and then when he came back to Dallas, but they didn't win a Super Bowl. But they became relevant again. Remember, they sure. were coming off a 1-15 season under Kotite. 9-7 the first year. AFC Championship game the second year. Third year, they may have gone to the Super That's Bowl, right. if not for Vinny mm-hmm. in Week 1. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're a Charger fan or any franchise down on your luck, you take so, a Belichick if he can give you that at least. So what's the compensation? Well, the, the Chargers' first-round pick right now is top five, I think. It might be top seven, something like that. I think it's top five. After. They're not looking for a quarterback, so that right. would make it easier to give up, right? Yeah, but I would I would think maybe they would try to structure it. If you remember when the Jets got Parcells. Chargers are eight right now. so Eight, okay. When the Jets got Parcells and Tagliabue had to step in and decide the compet- compensation, he structured it in descending order. It started off as a, as a four- and then three, and then a two, and a one, uh, maybe over a three-year period, because he, he didn't want to hurt the Jets too badly at first when they were going to be bad needed to draft pick, and he figured by Parcells' third or fourth year, that pick would be further down the list, which turned out to be, he was right about that. I, I know the Chargers will fight like hell to hold on to their first-round pick, so maybe they give up a two this year, and a, a, you know, a one next year. I mean, you look at what the at the the Broncos gave up for uh, Sean Payton to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It was a, a one and a two involved, and they, they might have got back a three. So something along those structures. Now, people are saying, well, who's going to want Belichick? Look what's happened to New England the last four years. Without Brady, he can't win. I mean, come on. He, he, he built that team in New England. He can do it again. He's got the quarterback, which is the hardest position in sports 
any sport to find a good one. He's got his guy. They just have to learn how to win, and he'll teach them how to win. they got to improve the defense a little bit, the offensive line, like most teams do. But Belichick did not forget how to coach. His drafts had just been putrid because he'd been drafting out of desperation. They didn't have a succession plan for Brady, which is his fault. Right. Now, the only thing I thought it was going to be Garoppolo. Exactly. And and the only thing I just wonder if maybe the only pause that Bill would have to go to a place like the Mm -hmm. Chargers is because then he's in a division with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's. You think his ego is such that he's going to care about that? And it it could be starting to wane there. I mean, we're starting to see that now the Chiefs are not going to probably have home field the rest of the. It doesn't last forever, Dan. Listen, Andy Reid's a great coach and and Mahomes is great, but I I don't think that the arrow's pointing up for the Chiefs right now. The Super Bowl last year. I mean, you guys are throwing him into the lottery. You know, he beat Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. He he beat him in an AFC Championship game with Mahomes, with Tom Brady both times. Okay, (laughs) yeah, all right. So, but Justin Herbert's a top five quarterback, one healthy with good coaching. I mean, he's the guy's just had horrendous coaching in his first four years. Anthony Lynn and then. Brandon Staley. I mean, it's a mess. Anthony Lynn is Vince Lombardi compared to Brandon Staley. Oh my god, so true. We got we got to ask you a bunch of other stuff. We got to get your thoughts on Rodgers. Uh, and I want to know when it's the Lagreca Death March match or whatever they call it in wrestling. The two brothers, Steel Cage. Steel Cage. I love my brother. I don't want to fight him for the right money. I would though. But if he's going into the Hall of Fame in Albany, that's too far. You heard that? No, no. He went to the in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh, but he's. He gave hours. me an out, and I took it. He's like, you don't have to go. And I'm like, okay. What would you, the cutoff wait, have been, by the way? I it wasn't even that. the distance. It's, it, well, it's a distance thing. Wait, wait, wait. If it was around the corner, you would have make the presentation speech? Or is no, it, he no, has somebody else already. lined up. This is over. Oh, it's it over. Happened it's over happened. He didn't go. Yeah. So, it, do you no, have a brother? You have a brother, right? I, I met your brother at the, at the stadium this year. If your brother was going into pick a Hall of Fame, and it was two hours away, would you go? Wait a second. Remember, brother, at which stadium? At the game this year, at the Jet game. No, that wasn't my brother. That was my friend. What do you look like, Gary? I thought he introduced him as... Do you know how many... You've done this. Sure. You did it outside, but in the coaches' club specifically. Do you know how many people are coming up oh, to us? Oh, it's a blur. Yeah, no, I, I'm it's not, a blur. I'm not blaming you. For, I yeah. would, it was my friend Steve Kaplan, who's got coaches' club seats. Okay. But Sucker. Yeah. So he's got to make a lot of money. <laughs> he, uh, so what was, the, what was the thing if... By my brother, if your brother was being inducted into some Hall of Fame, some whatever organization, oh, whatever it is, if he was being inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame in Albany, would you go? It was absolutely. If it was two hours away, you would go. If he oh. gave you an out, I used to go back and forth to Albany in one day when the Giants had training camp there, and that wasn't even so, a Hall of Fame ceremony. And that was just to see a stinking don't. practice and get blown off by players. Who I don't make me but that was your it. job, though. But I made it up for my I love, I love going to show. Listen, I'll be there for his show. He can come on and promote any time. I just uh, I'm going to Albany uh, January 11th to do a book signing. It, it, Albany's Albany, not that far. It's not. It's your brother. It's a pleasant ride. It's not bad going up there. Is, that, is he your? Is Dave your only sibling? That's it. Just him. I I think it's. It was a moral uh, imperative, I mean, and I dropped that the ball. That is grounds so, for disowning is, your brother. It is. Well, like an, I, I didn't even know about this. Like, we're good friends. I honestly had no idea. Did you at least Zoom it? No, he didn't Zoom. No. It wasn't being streamed? I, no, I did a video yeah. tribute. Like, no, like, no, 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 so, no. I mean, how did you find out everything that happened that night? I asked him about it. Secondhand. Well, secondhand from the guy that was inducted. Don, I, but he I, could have left that. Right. I was some like wrestling writer that just like regurgitated it for me, and I sent a nice video message. I, I've, All right? never, I've never been more disappointed. Listen, than you. <laughs> enjoy like, the gas mileage. Congrats. <laughs> <That's> it, <laughs> to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase.
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Gary Myers. He's a man who paid his dues. Covering gangrene and big blue, Gary Myers. Loves talking sports with Michael K. Gary Myers. Visiting Don and Dan today. That was an updated version. Wow. Done. That's pretty good. Today by the great Joey Salvia. And he wasn't even asked, he just did it. How cool is that? Joey's I was going to say, best. I never heard that version, and then I, no, now I know why. It's brand new. Yeah. So that's Joey Salvia, tremendous Joey. human being. Miss Joey terribly. And Dan, we were we were in the um, elevator coming back up the, from coffee. He's like, God, that Gary Myers song, that was like 15 years ago. I said, no, I think it's more like 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's when, it's when you guys first started, whatever yeah. year that was. Because 15 like years ago, years believe ago. it or not, was 2008. We, that was, yeah, no, was we were already before, playing yeah. that then. Because, because I remember playing it, we were on 10 to 1. Yeah. And we didn't go until the afternoon until 05. So this is probably 2002, 2003. I think, yeah, I think so. So that song is over 20 years old. That's how long Gary. I, I think I'm one of the Caleb Brecker originals. No, really. It's uh, you were you were you know <laughs> I was sitting in the control room during those days. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, yeah, I was he answering was, the phones. Yeah, he started out as an intern and built his way up to and, being and a superstar. And you covering your ears when you heard that song. I'll just I'll, I'll say this. It's aged very well. I mean, the reaction now is much different than at the time that we played it, uh, which is a much more uh, of a positive vibe to it. But thank you, Joey, for doing that. And we didn't even ask, and he did it. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah, not going to play. Can we give out an award here? The oh, most, go ahead. Uh, most annoying New York athlete. Okay, well. I think he might have just mentioned his name. He, well, he definitely swallowed up sports, uh, and the Ugh. Jets in general. Um, for good or bad, I mean, when you think about how much we've talked about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers since even before the trade, just the speculation, it's been you know, almost a calendar year where yeah. it's really all anybody's talked about. And at least to start here, you know, you feel empty because it's just another year of the Jets missing the playoffs. Now, he said that he feels well enough that he should be able to give two years. So there's still a chance for this to work out. 
but you couldn't ask for a worse, you know, opening act here with Aaron Rodgers. A couple of things. When he says today that, uh, you know, it was never realistic that he was going to play this year, shut up. What were you talking about two months ago? I'm going to be doing stuff, you know, medically that nobody's ever done before. When people count me out, you know, that's when I do stuff. And today, well, it was never realistic. It was never realistic because the Jets stink and there's no reason to put him in a game and risk getting hurt. But, I mean, he's taken the... I, I tell my buddy Samini all the time, it's like, how is, how is Rogers at the amusement park today? Meaning the McAvee show. I said, because he's taking you guys on a roller coaster every week, you know, with his emotions. You know, he's doing this one day, but the next week he's not doing it because his foot's this. See, enough. The thing enough. is, I, I, I can't defend him, you know, not being annoying. But the one thing, he was really smart during this whole thing. He he never had the money quote to hang him on. He never guaranteed right. anything. Yeah. He always kind of gave you that he air of, hey, the listen, hell out of. He, listen, he wasn't going to shut it down because I think he, he wanted to give McAfee something every Tuesday. He wanted there to be, I think, incentive for the team to play well so there would be a season to save. So I think there was some motivation there. But he, he always kind of danced around... So you can never really find the quote where he lied. I think he wanted to come back. I think he want, left the door open. But I think deep down, he probably knew that the chances of it happening were almost impossible. Well, I mean, he's a narcissist. It has to be about him. It's It's been his history. And it was, you know, it was a challenge for him this year because he wasn't playing to still make it all about him. But when, you know, the Jets, as soon as he got hurt and the Jets, you know, after, you know, the Buffalo game, they started losing games. All anybody wanted to know at that point was, was this guy get a play? Could could Zach Wilson pass the baton to Rodgers with the season still being meaningful? And every week he goes on this national TV thing and all the jet riders had to watch McAfee every week and, you know, hang on his every word. I mean, ugh. And today, at least we know that Salah and Douglas and Hackett will be back next year because Rodgers rehired them today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that message was directly for Woody Johnson by... Sal is a fantastic coach. Okay, based on what? Joe Douglas has done a great job. Joe Douglas had one good draft in which he had two top 10 picks uh, and got Sauce and and Wilson, kind of chalk picks at need positions. Did a nice job. Jermaine Johnson looked like a really nice player. Brees Hall has been invisible the second half of the season uh, after a strong start, but I gave him a pass because he's coming off the ACL. All right, so one draft, four players. The rest of his drafts have been terrible. For an old offensive lineman, the guy can't pick an offensive lineman. He can't sign him, and he can't draft him. I mean, so he, I mean, where is he? But, well, in fairness, though, a lot of the stuff Rodgers has said about like those names that you mentioned, it doesn't really... You could go back and play one of those interviews or press conferences from September, yeah. August, saying exactly the same thing. Like well, It's yeah. like this season almost to him didn't even happen. That's right. It's like it didn't even happen. And, and, and to a lot of people, it didn't happen. It was a dress rehearsal for 2024. That, now, it, but here's the problem. This... Uh, the, the thing with Rodgers is this this is what you sign up for. Never mind him being a narcissist. He gives them the best chance to win. Still does. He sacrificed all that money so that he can use it in free agency. You don't think he's going to have a say in where that money's going to go? Sure he is. You know, he, he, he could just he decide. Did such a, he just did such a great job in free agency well, last year. Players, Let's do it again. But all these players are, are Let's awful bring at in, it. LeBron was awful at it. Michael Jordan your, was uh, awful at it. Buy your David Bakhtiari Jets jersey and your yeah. Devontae Adams Jets but jersey for put, next year. But this all Devante comes Adams. back. This be, all okay. comes back to the dysfunction the Jets have had at quarterback forever and and the selection of Zach Wilson, and whether you want to blame him or blame the Jets, the fact is they needed a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That was the only place Rodgers can go at that particular moment, and they really didn't have a kick coming. What are you going to do? Gary, what are you going to do? He's Aaron Rodgers. He gives you the best chance to win over the next two years. You're going to have to cave to what he wants, and there is nobody in that room that has the resume to say any, anything else. Robert Sala hasn't done anything. Joe Douglas hasn't done anything. Woody hasn't done anything. So the only guy in the organization that really has accomplished anything is Aaron. So who else should you look to? Well, no, I don't disagree with that. But, you know, he wants to run it back in 24, what was supposed to be in 23. I think after seeing that offensive line this year, he's going to say, can we get a couple new pieces here? But do you trust Aaron Rodgers as a personnel guy? Alan Lazard. Randall Cobb was just brought in to have dinner with Aaron on the road in during the week or something. It's his best buddy in football. Um, he was done three years ago. Um, that was a great catch, uh, touchdown catch against the Texans. Great catch. Catch and run. 
kidding, Gare. Okay. Well, it was a red uh, zone touchdown with Joe. That's right. That, that <laughs> was the first touchdown rare. in like a month. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering where you're going with that one. Billy Turner, a guy's a turnstile, and whom I, oh, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, he starts two games and gets cut. It's not like he even got demoted. They just cut him because he was so terrible. Those were all Aaron Rodgers' signings because he wanted to have surround himself with his best buddies, and he made Lazard a ton of money that he didn't deserve. I'm just—I guess what I'm saying is, I don't disagree that he's going to have say, and maybe you want him to have some say, mm-hmm. especially if he says do whatever you can to get Devontae Adams. That one I'd be all in on, um, which is possible. Not giving up a first-round pick, but coming up with some way to get him. But, I mean, can can you have played more than four plays? I know it wasn't his fault. Can you play more than four plays before you become Joe Namath as the spokesman of this team? I mean, I'm just... It's just so, it's so weird because usually when you get hurt, you go away. Yeah. But he couldn't go away because McAfee's paying him a million dollars a year, so he's going to have to give him something. Like... I don't think it's all Aaron's fault. I just think that he's in a place where people want a piece of him, and he and he, he he's accommodating. He's willing to give it to he, him. He could have said no to McAfee. I'm not playing this year. I'll see you next year. If you gave back all that money to the Jets, why? What's a million dollars to give back to McAfee? Ma, I just listen. I, I, I'm not going to disagree that he's a bit of a narcissist, but the door is open because the people seem to be hungry for him. Before we let you go, Gary, yeah. I really appreciate you giving us this time. What are the Giants going to do a quarterback, especially if Daniel Jones isn't going to be ready for the start of the season? Yeah, I have to say this. I'm a Syracuse guy. Uh, Tommy DeVino had a couple of good games in four years. Then he went to Illinois and played much better there. So it's it's a it's a really cool story. But can we? What's the expression? Can we pump the brakes just yeah. a little bit? I think reality set in in New Orleans. He's not Kurt Warner. No. Okay. He didn't play at Northern Iowa and come from nowhere. He played in the ACC. He played in the Big Ten, for goodness sakes, that quarterbacks like that who are any good tend to get drafted. Okay. They're not surprises. Kurt Warner bounced around. He was a grocery shelf stocker and all that. One of the great stories ever. People around here, and I, I crack up, the New York Post, which was my competition for all those years. Now, you know, I do read it because I read everything, like I said, but. The coverage on, on DeVito last week was hysterical. Serby doing a Q&A with the agent. You know, the life story of, of Tommy DeVito, who had beaten the Washington Commanders, the New England Patriots, and a Green Bay Packer team that we since found out is not very good. Right. You're making it sound like he was Eli on the road in the playoffs getting into the Super Bowl, for God's sakes. It just shows how starved. And I don't blame it. I don't blame Giant fans. They're just looking to hang on to something for this dreadful season. But to think that Tommy DeVito is in the conversation now. It was just it was just something nice to see. Yeah. But it breathed but, some life into a season that was pretty much dormant. No, I, 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 give I, for I, I get all that. Yeah. But people th- is he going to compete with Daniel Jones next summer? No. Yeah. If Daniel Jones is healthy, there's no competition. Maybe he's proven he can be a, a reliable backup quarterback in short spurts. So if Jones, if, if Jones and I almost said when Jones gets hurt again next year, because he always gets hurt, then maybe the you know, Giants, you know, with a little... An off-season to work with DeVito, a training camp to work with him, hey, that he'll be better next year. If nothing else, if you found a backup quarterback that could save you upwards of $10 yeah. million, because you were paying $11 million for Tyrod Taylor, you know, so if you can get yourself a well, backup quarterback on the Well, $11 million over two years, not, not $11 right. million a year. Right, but, but, but still, that's not, it, it's money that you can spend someplace else. Right, and I, I have to say this about DeVito. I don't blame him for living at home. I think that's a cool story. I graduated college two years, for two years. I lived with my parents so I can make some money. Um, so I don't blame him for that. His mother cooking him. Down. I think that's kind of cool. But if I was him and a pizza place in Morristown, New Jersey, offered me ten thousand dollars to go post for pictures for an hour and a half or two hours, and have a chicken cutlet hero, which by the way is my absolute favorite, um, I would have said, "What time should I be there?" I would never let my agent get on the phone after the Green Bay game and double the price. Do you know how bad that makes him look? $10,000 to drive an hour to Morristown, if that long, and, and go take pictures with people fawning over you? Um, He's got a couple stops today, it looks like. He's yeah. already at some place uh, doing something, some burrito joint. I mean, a, a nice family-owned pizza place is paying him $10,000. Now, 
I haven't done the math on this, but I think they were charging $75 for the autograph and the picture, and maybe they thought they can make the money back. I don't, I don't know how many people would have to show up for that. But whatever, they budgeted ten grand, and then the guy has his 15 minutes of fame, and the agent, agent doubles the money. I want to see how many people are offering him $10,000 to make appearances in the offseason if the Giants lose the rest of well, their games. It was based off the win against the Packers. Well, you didn't do anything in the the loss to the Saints. Was the price go down? All I, My advice to him yesterday was, the agent represents you. So if your agent screws up, it looks bad on you. So Absolutely. take control of it. You need agent. You need people to take care of things for you. You're, you're focused on your football right now. But just make sure that, hey, I'll go do the – I'll go. I'll do it for the $10,000. I understand you got to try to make your money, but don't let the agent – mess everything up for you you've got a nice image it's a nice story you don't know when it's going to end it might be over now i don't know but uh not handle the way you want to say if i was the giants um i I think this quarterback draft is deep enough that they can get somebody in the second round don't they have two second round picks yes right so they can even trade up if they want yeah i mean i wouldn't take somebody with the first round pick because they've played their way out of getting you know either williams or, or, or drake may and then I think there's a bunch of guys clustered. My favorite, and I'm prejudiced, is J.J. McCarthy because I'm a huge Michigan fan. My kid went to Michigan, mm. and they're going to beat Alabama, by the way. Um, I don't know about that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but anyhow, I think you can get a, a quarterback by trading back into the back of the first round or uh, even in the second round and have DeVito maybe as your veteran backup next year because he'll get some more experience now the right. last three weeks. And then figure out what's going to be with Daniel Jones after 24. We know he'll be here next year because the way his contract is structured. If Jones plays lights out, then he stays. If he doesn't, then you you groom a, let Dable, you know, groom a young guy from scratch. Uh, a, a quality draft pick, and I wouldn't put DeVito as a free agent. Give him somebody with potentially elite skills to develop and, and see what happens. And the other thing, I mean, because we, we spent so much time talking about it with the Jets, Giants got to still work on that offensive line, too. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Like, regardless yeah. of who the quarterback is going to be. Between right. those two offensive lines, you don't have one. And, and DeVito, right? by the way, is at the pizzeria today in Marstown. He actually did right. show up. He did? Yeah, Ryan Dunleavy of the Post has a video here. So he did show up. Okay. I don't know what the price was, but he showed well, up. Well, you know, good for him. And yeah. that shows me some character right there on his part. Um, as long as the pizzeria didn't up it to $20,000 to and get he, And he was unpaid. They're saying. All right, well, really? listen, Good it's for Gary him. Myers, Good for once him. a giant story of victory, tragedy, and life after football. Get it where books are sold. Go to Amazon. Get it for Christmas. Great stocking Must stuffer. Get. Gary, enjoy the rest of the football season. We'll talk to you soon, man. Well, thanks so much. And uh, it does not come with a chicken cutlet hero, but uh, I highly recommend that as well as my book. <laughs> Hey guys, are you ready to score a touchdown with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Maybe you'll be able to cross the goal line by getting her Pajama Ground's famous Naturally Nude Pajamas. Naturally Nude Pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. They're soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curved caressing fit. Now here's the kicker. When you order Naturally Nude Pajamas today, you'll get a free Naturally Nude 90. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious 2-in-1 complete holiday gift. Better yet, if you're like me and can't wrap a present, you can even add gift packaging when you order today through pajamagram.com. Guys, this is a holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Give her the gift of PJs and she might give you a great gift too. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. Here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com to order naturally nude pajamas. And tell them Michael K. sent you. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. We got three really good hockey games tonight right here on 9870 ESPN New York. Coverage beginning at 630. Rangers at the Leafs. Rangers trying to avenge a 7-3 loss at the Garden last week against these Leafs. Devils and the Flyers, that's a good one at the Rock. And the Islanders are at UBS to take on the Edmonton Oilers. So Connor McDavid is in town, and that is game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During big games this season, enjoy a Tullamore Dew, the original triple blended, triple distilled, triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. I hear what Gary's saying about how Aaron is, but it's it's by design. You know, you're, you're, you're playing for an organization that needs him desperately. Their best chance to go to the playoffs is Aaron Rodgers. People want to hear him. Every Tuesday, it is annoying at times, but like every Tuesday we come in, Anthony cuts the sound, what did Aaron say? And people thirst for it. People want to know. Right. You know, so we can get on... And let's face it, that's one of the reasons why he gets paid what he gets paid to do that show. Pat McAfee's not stupid. If Aaron Rodgers wasn't getting clicks or there wasn't an appetite for him, he wouldn't be giving that money to just anybody. That's the point. It just shows you how big football is that, you know, two of the biggest football stories this year are a guy that had four downs in the NFL with the Jets and Tommy DeVito, an undrafted rookie who just, you know, was three and two getting a chance to start because that's how bad football has been this year. So anything we can do to be able to get a little attention around a sport because certainly wins had not been good enough or often enough to do that. Let's go to John. John is in um, Oyster Bay, Long Island. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, John? What's up, guys? How you doing? Huge yeah. fans of uh, both of you guys. Thank hey, you. You're doing a great job. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, Gary about Rodgers. I mean, it's just so it's so incredible to me how people have so much hatred in their hearts for Aaron Rodgers. Now, you don't have to like the guy, but people like him, they just sat, like he lives in these people's heads rent-free. Gary, no one's forcing you to watch Pat McAfee every Tuesday that Rodgers is on. I just don't understand. And him talking about the injury and not being realistic, it's not realistic because the Jets could have won winnable games early on to have a chance for Rodgers to return. They could have won the Raiders game, could have won the Chargers game, should have won the Patriots game. And then he would have done what, uh, his best to be out there this Sunday against the Commanders. That's why it's not realistic now because there's no reason for him to be out there. He recognizes that. I just, I just don't get the Rodgers hatred. I, I, I just Listen, he's a polarizing figure. He is someone that is, is easy to dislike and he's easy to love. He's easy to love. Why? Because he's a phenomenal quarterback. One of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. And he gives the Jets the best chance to win. But I can also understand why you think he's annoying. But is it any more annoying than, you know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? I mean, like, we live in a world now where everything is blown out of proportion. Because you've got social media, so many eyeballs, especially when it's involved in football. I mean, should Kelsey and and Taylor Swift be anything that any football fan should care about? But yet all NBC and ESPN and ABC and CBS and Fox will do is put the cameras on her. Aaron Rodgers is somebody that is, you know, still a tremendous quarterback, gives him a great chance to win. He's got a lot of interesting things to say. He's a polarizing figure. That's the world we live in. If you're interesting enough and the story's got enough followers, it's going to get a ton of attention. Did you see the latest wrinkle with the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey thing today? Or the, mm-hmm. like the latest report? It's, it's, it's insignificant. It's not like groundbreaking, but Bernie Kosar of all people. You know okay. Bernie Kosar. I'm very familiar with his work. 
He reported that Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey cinnamon rolls for breakfast. I don't know how he came across this information, but I wouldn't doubt Bernie Kosar for a second. Trust him with my life. What do I do with that information? I'm just throwing it out there. I didn't even click on the story to actually get like the context. That was well, just the headline. What would was... be the context of the story? So, you like cinnamon rolls? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't need the world to know. I, I do. But I, I don't know why Bernie Kosar would report that and I say it was know. important. I mean, he was probably being interviewed about something. Cheat, what's the? He does Browns work, doesn't he? I think he's still doing some stuff like for the Browns. Like I think so. Browns didn't play, right? Like, so why would that even come up? He does stuff for the Browns. So, like, why would the why would he even but why be? Would, but see, this is an it's example. Not even on like, their why schedule. would we care? But you know, Bernie wanted to get some information. But how does out. he have that information? I, but, but why does he want it? And why does he think I need it? Griffin in Connecticut, you're on ESPN New York. You think she makes them from scratch, or are they like Pillsbury, like you pop them in the oven? I don't know. I'm sure they're great. Hi, Griff. I'm, you don't I'm know sure that. they're good. I, I don't oh. want to hear, I don't need to know the story, though. So. I'm with you, man. What do you got? Anything? What you got? Uh, I, have a, I have a quick little cool note that I saw today, and um, a hockey question for you, Don. Fire um, away. Uh, did you, with the Eagles losing yesterday, um, that was the seventh straight night that the underdog has won on Monday Night Football. The longest history, uh, the longest streak, the longest streak wow. in the history of Monday Night. Yeah, because you're right. The two last Monday, the underdog won outright, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it, 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 you know, what do we, what do we see? Like 14 dogs win outright last week. Yeah, the you know Vegas has had a tough time, and uh, it, and it gets yeah. anybody any given Sunday. Yeah, it all it all started with Denver and Buffalo. Wow, that's a good factoid by you, Griff. I like good it. job. And quickly, what's your Griff doing? Point? Some homework here. I like it. Love it. Um, I you know I'm a Capital fan, Don. Sure. I I, I don't know how we're still how we're in playoff contention. We're old. We're not. We're not what we used to be. We're old. We're not fast. Um. And somehow they're still in playoff contention. They don't score a lot of goals. I don't think I, Griffin. I don't think it's going to last. I, I don't. I you're getting. You're getting nothing. You're getting no. No Charlie goals Charlie Lindgren Ovechkin. train ain't going to take it. Where you, you know. Go. Your your no. goaltending has been okay, not great. You're right. You're old. You're injured. Kuznetsov is out. Backstrom is out. Ovechkin's got five goals. Yeah, are we pumping the brakes, by the way, on the Gretzky pursuit with Ovechkin a little bit? I guess you have to, right? Because now he's on pace for like 20, 25 goals right. when you thought he was going to get 40. I still think he's going to do it, but uh, certainly going to be a lot longer than we thought. More of your calls. Got to get into the Knicks as well. Ooh. Dan Grasso was all over that to like 1.30 in the morning last night. So we're going to break it down. A 2-2 two and two Western swing, a five-game road trip that will conclude tomorrow in Brooklyn. It's Don and Dan. It's the K-Show. And it's all happening right here on Yes and 98.7 ESPN New York. It's Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season, the season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the season of Inspiration Sales Event. Like a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 for $249 a month or buy and get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Find your new Mazda now at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RN1736891. MSRP 32560 tax title registration extra ends 1224. To score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right, so visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.